You know what's a real dumb fucking movie? Dumb and Dumber. Hey gang, and welcome back to another episode of Just a Tad on the DTF Podcast. My name is Sam Norton. Thanks for coming back. Bye, and let's talk about comedy. And as you could probably guess, if you're a fucking fan of anything comedy or 90s, uh, today we're talking about the movie Dumb and Dumber. One of my all-time favorite uh, comedy movies ever. It, it's probably top three and like, probably rustles around with uh, with a few of them, but it, it's... it's it's a, clearly top tens, probably always top three, and dances around the number one spot. Uh, Dumb and Dumber. If you guys have never seen it, you're fucking dumb. It's a great movie, and it's uh, there's nothing but comedy. There's no message. There's no uh, deeper meaning. There's no clever, uh, hidden uh, uh, parody of any sorts. It is just flat-out stupid, dumb fun. And I, I've loved it ever since I was a kid. Uh, it's a Farley Brothers movie who were uh, like the kings of comedy uh, movies in the 90s. Uh, I believe they did something about Mary and Kingpin, both classics in their own rights. Uh, this movie was made in 1994, which would have made me Jesus Christ. So I was born in 87, 88, 89, 90, 91, 92, 93, 94. It made me seven years old when this came out. From what I can tell, perfect age. I was a seven-year-old boy just watching Dumb and Dumber. If you guys have never seen it, it stars uh, uh, Jim Carrey as Lloyd. And it stars, um, uh, oh, what the fuck is his name? Uh, Jeff Daniels as Harry, uh, the two main characters. And basically, it's just a buddy comedy, uh, like travel comedy like road trip comedy type thing in the same lines as like Planes, Trains, and Automobiles uh, starring Steve Martin and John Candy, the late John Candy, which is another great fucking movie. Uh, or like National Lampoon's Vacation, who that was like Chevy Chase's saying, but the Vacation is the specific one that I'm thinking. Maybe even Vegas Vacation, but that one's like a type of flat comedy. But uh, this could arguably be the greatest travel comedy movie of all time. Uh, even up there with, like, it's a mad, 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 mad world. Um, I, I think I could argue that with anybody wanting to put up their fucking comedy dukes, you nerds. Um, j just, like, on a behind-the-scenes thing, before we actually start diving into the comedy and what made this movie uh, so great to me... Um, I was looking up and doing research, because I haven't seen this movie in a while, and like I said, I was seven years old when I came out, so I've just appreciated it, uh, I don't think I ever saw it in theaters, I just appreciated it on like VHS and DVD, and so I never knew how it did when it came out, and I wasn't old enough to be paying attention to this shit, but uh, when it first came out, uh, it like they thought it was going to be a flop, but it like it started doing better and better the longer it was out in theaters. Like, it developed a quick cult following that spread word of mouth, and then it just built to this, like, apex predator type of uh, comedy movie. Because it was made on a budget of only $17 million, which is pretty low. Uh, I mean, that's I think that's about standard, especially at the time, for what uh, comedies were... Uh, 
uh, made back in the time, and I'm sure the reason that it was even inflated that much is because they had stars like uh, 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 Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels in it. Um, but it ended up making, after like word of mouth spread, and this is just box office, so they started off at a $17 million budget. It ended up grossing box office about around $273.3 million. What a fucking juggernaut. And not only that, uh, like, so that's just the box office. That's not including all the residuals that came after this. Like, nobody could have expected... It was like the Black Panther movie, but of dumb comedies back then. Like, like people kind of were like, ah, I don't know, it's got Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels, it might be good, right? And same thing kind of happened with Black Panther, of like, ah, you know, it's it's going to be one of the uh, kind of first all-black uh, superheroes. Like, there's potential in this, right? And then once it came out, it was like, holy shit, I didn't know it had all that in there. That's exactly what happened with Dumb and Dumber, of like, holy shit, I didn't know we made this fucking movie. Because it ended up... So, again, it uh, grossed, like, 3,000% better than uh, its its regular budget. It ended up getting a Hanna-Barbera animated TV series the year after in 1995. Then, uh, in the early 2000s, it got a prequel, which was terrible. Um, But then after that, it also got a sequel. Um, that came out, I think, three years ago that was starring uh, Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels, which uh, I couldn't sit through. So both the prequel and the sequel, and even the animated series, were not good. But for it to be like a, a, a cult, like, just dumb fucking comedy movie out of nowhere, and to get all of this shit, uh, that's crazy. Like, Jim Carrey, uh, that, that happened with The Mask, too. And I think Ace Ventura, like, Jim Carrey... Holy shit, what a fucking powerhouse of, uh, of comedy, especially back in the 90s. He was, it's like anything he was in just fucking exploded. But this movie, like The Mask, you can kind of see, like, oh, you can make toys. It's a little bit of cartoony. And even Ace Ventura, uh, you know what? I'll put Ace Ventura and Dumb and Dumber saying, because uh, I'll probably talk about that in some future episode. Ace Ventura was also like, that movie shouldn't have worked, and neither should Dumb and Dumber. It shouldn't have worked as as big as it got and uh god damn did it explode and uh now we get into the comedy now that i'm done sucking its dick of like after i've actually looked at what this movie became of like holy shit this thing got huge um by the way also all of that aside that doesn't i couldn't even find figures on what their vhs dvd blu-ray and digital selling of the movie has been since like I'm imagining since it was popular then, it's gotten packed because, like, I'm, I, I want to watch this movie with my kids because it holds up. It's like watching a Rowan Atkinson flick or, like, a uh, uh, Charlie Chaplin film. Like, it just d- dumb comedy, when done correctly, uh, really stands the test of time across, I think, uh, I think any other genre of comedy. Because, like, political dies quickest, then philosophical holds up a little bit. It's like the smarter you are in comedy, the less uh, like preservatives it has in it. But it's like uh, the basically Dumb and Dumber is like the Twinkie of comedy, and uh, something like uh, Bill Hicks or uh, 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 who's I don't know even like a Lewis Black who's like a contemporary 
comedian. You go back and, you know, watch his shit from even, like, five years ago, and it's like, wow, this doesn't really hold up. So, Lewis Black's like uh, fresh vegetables, you know? It's good for you, and it may taste uh, pretty good, but a fucking movie like Dumb and Dumber is just a Twinkie. It's got preservatives, there's nothing good in it for you, but goddamn it, does it make you feel great. Uh, and I think, and th this is going to be kind of what I build uh, this whole episode around, uh, the reason I'm talking about this movie is because I was hanging out with a buddy of mine, Ryan, not Ryan, uh, who helps me with this, but a different Ryan here in Toronto. We were just driving around to different shows, and at some point, somehow, one of us brought up Dumb and Dumber, and then for about a... 15 20 minute car ride all we did was quote the movie for like 15 20 minutes that's like a close to half of the movie we were just reciting that's how quotable this movie is it's just one-liners and poop jokes and somehow those come together to be such a fucking treat i i i like between this movie and the movie Spaceballs, i could if if i had a gun to my head i might be able to get close to 80 percent uh, if I really tried, close to 80% of the quotes in the, the movie uh, verbatim. Like, that's how good uh, just each of these dumb little things that they say. So uh, we're gonna, I'm going to play some of the clips. Now, the clips that we're going to play, um, they're really quick, uh, but I wanted to kind of red-a-tat boom you. Uh, the, the first one, I found somebody who compiled uh, like a top 10 list of the most quotable things in Dumb and Dumber. So we're going to play that first. So for any of you who haven't seen the movie, you're not going to get any of it. But for people that do know the movie, you'll recognize a lot. Of, by, by the way, I don't agree with this list that they made, but whatever. Because um, the uh, at the beginning, the kick his ass, Seabass, that's not even in this, like an asshole. Uh, but still, even without that, the guy's got 10, and that's not even close to how many quotable things there are in there. Uh, the next one is a scene that uh, Harlan Williams uh, stands in as a, uh, a police officer. So what happens is they're driving across country and uh, antics ensue when they get pulled over in that scene. The next one uh, is the hot pepper scene. So again, driving across country, they actually pick up a uh, hitchhiker and uh, they're eating lunch with him and the hitchhiker actually has nefarious uh, I don't want to do any spoilers, but he has nefarious means, right? And they're sitting there, and uh, they're just having lunch with him. And that's the whole setup to that clip. Uh, and then the next one is when they actually do pick up the hitchhiker, uh, what he, what the hitchhiker, uh, he's, he's actually a paid assassin to, like, kill those guys, right? Uh, but uh, basically the antics that ensue whenever they first pick him up and he recognizes like man you guys are fucking idiots so uh, we're gonna play all these clips we'll come back and I'll really dive into what makes this such a magical movie uh, that I think as fucking dumb as it is is really gonna stand the test of time of just being flat funny uh, so enjoy bye Austria <laughs> well then <laughs> good day mate <laughs> Let's put another shrimp on the barbie. Hey. How about a hug? Nice set of hooters you got there. I beg your pardon? The owls.
Hey, I guess they're right. Senior citizens, although slow and dangerous behind the wheel, can still serve a purpose. I'll be right back. Don't you go dying on me! What are my chances? Not good. You mean not good like one out of a hundred? I'd say more like one out of a million. So you're telling me there's a chance. She must have meant 10 o'clock at night. Do you think? Why would she have you meet her in a bar at 10 in the morning? I just figured she was a raging alcoholic. License and registration, please. You fellas were going a little fast back there, wouldn't you say? You, uh, you fellas been doing a bit of boozing, have you? Sucking back on Grandpa's old cough medicine? No, oh no, sir. Oh, no. No, uh-uh. Yeah, well, what's that? That's nothing, sir. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, well, are uh, you aware that uh, it's against the law to have an open alcohol container here in the state of Pennsylvania? Come on, give me that booze, you little pumpkin pie haircutted freak. Come on. Sir, no, wait, 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 wait. No, sir, don't. Don't drink. You'd keep your mouth shut if you knew it was good for you, buddy. Tic-tac, sir? Fellas. You think we could 
listen to the radio or something? Radio? <laughs> Who needs a radio? Ready, Harry? <laughs> Mock! Yeah! Ing! Yeah! Bird! Yeah! 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 Mockingbird! Don't everybody have you heard? Have you heard? She's gonna buy She's gonna me buy a mockingbird! And if that mockingbird don't sing, she's gonna buy me a diamond ring. And if that diamond ring don't sing, hey Lloyd, look, there's some people want to ride too. Pick them up. And we're back from listening to some really dumb fucking clips from the movie Dumb and Dumber. Uh, great movie. By the way, uh, I, I mentioned Trains, Planes, Automobiles, National Lampoons, but also uh, I forgot Tommy Boy, another great uh, fucking road trip comedy movie. Um, uh, now, before we get into exactly uh, what I like, I also want to mention uh, the soundtrack. This is a great soundtrack to this movie. I just noticed how wonderful it is, so... Uh, you know, enjoy some of it in the background. Um, but yeah, I just wanted you guys to know that, uh, that every part of this movie, and you know what, again, like most things and what I talk about on here, a lot of it may be nostalgia, but fuck me, it's it's so, in my heart, this is such a good movie. But again, uh, this this movie is, uh, I, I, the quotableness behind it, and I don't know if it's the writing behind it uh it is the farley brothers and god damn it did they uh i mean um, the other movies i was thinking of was like kingpin is another super quotable movie so the, those guys uh i think just really know how to write comedy and just like juvenile comedy um but the, all right so for any of you who haven't seen this movie long story short uh jim carrey's character uh, is a limo driver in the beginning. He uh, drives the lady to the airport. She leaves a bag. And then uh, both Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels' character are just kind of down on their luck, and they're like, oh, well, let's drive this uh, bag to Aspen, Colorado, from Rhode Island, where they live, uh, to give it back to this lady. So that's what they do. Antics ensue. There's a misunderstanding. A hitman gets called in. Uh, when they get there uh, to Aspen, they don't. He doesn't know his, her name because all he did was drive her to the airport. So they spend all this time in Aspen trying to find her. Uh, they find out that the case is full of money, and more antics ensue. And then there's a weird—not a weird ending, but just a, a just a perfect anticlimactic ending like it does get wrapped up with a bow but nothing's really resolved they're just kind of back to square one and then even the ending is perfect for this because they're they have every bit to have a happy ending and they're too fucking stupid to take it um so that's basically the synopsis of the movie if you haven't seen it but that that's the 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 overarching story is kind of a loose thread i don't know if you could tell uh but my favorite comedies are ones, um, and these aren't my favorite movies, but my favorite comedy movies are the ones that, you know, have a loose narrative structure that basically just tie up or tie together a bunch of almost standalone 
sketches. Like each scene in this movie is written. You, you can almost feel like they're written like, okay, can this work narratively by itself? Some of them, uh, you know, have uh, have, a, have a structure where you need to know the, the, the basis of each character before you get into it. But the, the pepper scene, the, the reason I played those specific ones is so the urine scene, you don't have to know what the fuck's going on except what's in the scene to laugh. The pepper scene, same thing. The mockingbird scene, same thing. Almost every scene in this movie uh, is is kind of a standalone sketch that's so just tied together and, and heightened its comedy because you know the backstory and the narrative of what's going on. Uh, and even in this movie has callbacks for all of you who've seen it. Sea bass, kick his ass, sea bass, that whole thing. Uh, that gets wrapped up. Not wrapped up. Well, kind of, yeah. It gets wrapped up and gets called back. Uh, Pretty Bird, uh, Pretty Bird gets kind of wrapped up, like, there's a bunch of callbacks, so it, it's really set up, uh, quite nicely as each sketch in itself, uh, can be and is utilized as a callback to something before, but also stands alone by itself, uh, and I, I I'm always in awe of, like, whenever I'm, I've written my two, three screenplays, whatever, my comedies, my sketches, I always try to keep that in mind of, yeah, you gotta know where it's been and where it's going, but if you write the sketches first, you it's actually easier, in my mind, it's actually easier from a comedic standpoint to write the sketch just by itself and be like, all right, how does this thing, how is this thing funny by itself? Because if it's funny by itself, it's only gonna get better if you tie a narrative in it, into it. So if you write it first as just like a standalone, how is this funny, right here, right now, then you somehow try to weave the details of, oh, this is where they came from. Then you start to build a bigger in, a bigger story, but the, the funny is what takes precedence. And uh, a lot of movies nowadays that I've seen, I just saw a movie recently that a lot of people liked, and me and my wife really didn't. It was the Sorry to Bother You movie that just came out about telemarketing. If you've seen it, whatever. If you haven't, I, I don't care. I'm dating this podcast anyways by talking about it. But the point I'm trying to make is that movie, like, it got a lot of critical acclaim, and people loved it, and it, like, it, there was some funny parts to it. Uh, I'm not going to lie, but it was more written as uh it was written as a funny story and not a f uh sorry it was written as a movie that was funny not a funny movie if that makes sense uh i'm sure a lot of people laughed and they're gonna think i'm an asshole and be like what are you kidding me it's like nah it just it it, it didn't it didn't uh fuck it flowing together each scene wasn't it's it's comedic best, even for what it was trying to go for. Like, Dumb and Dumber, again, it's hard to compare those two movies, uh, which I'm, I'm not trying to do. Dumb and Dumber really has nothing to be invested in, whereas uh, Sorry to Bother You is a movie that's, you know, trying to say something socially, I believe. And uh, so with that, you have to take a little bit more care. But on the whole, it's like, all right, are you trying to be a comedy? Are you trying to be a fucking movie that gets at people or uh, did you do try to do both things and in the process didn't do either um and that's the way i felt about that movie but dumb and dumber it is 
it is unapologetically just going like, we want you to laugh. What do you want me to do? Shit in the toilet? You want me to shit in the toilet? Okay, how about that? How about a, how about I pee in this guy's back and get stuck to him because it freezes, huh? You guys want that? Like, it is just the loud kid in the corner doing whatever he can to make people laugh. And I think that's why I like it. But... So that's the that's the dumb like monkey brain of mine going like I like this yay oh this is fun, but I think the genius of it, and I think why it has such a cult calling, a cult following, uh, and where you can't just write it off as, um, like not a good not a good or well written sorry not a well written comedy is it's so fucking quotable. I keep coming back to that, but anybody that likes this movie, you can quote every single fucking uh, quote. You're probably thinking of like ten of them right now, uh, even after even the ones that I didn't include in that long list. Just like goodbye, my love. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, it, one of the quotes in there was in the first uh, like minute. The let's put another shrimp on the barbie, like. From beginning to end, I, I I am impressed by both the Farley brothers' ability to write something that can be that quotable that many times, and even more so, Jeff Daniels and Jim Carrey for taking quotable lines and just ratcheting them up to a like earworm level, like they borrow into your fucking skull of just like man that's that's so stupid but I, I can't stop thinking about that line the, the amount of times I've said kick his ass sea bass or uh, put another shrimp on the barbie or uh, even when it's cold out and uh, just messing around going like you've had another pair of gloves this whole time like it th there's just so many areas and facets of life where you can uh, <laughs> where you can just um, just use us. My wife, she likes to mess with me anytime I'm in the bathroom because I get embarrassed when I got just shit coming out of my butthole, right? And she'll come up to the door uh, and like press her lips against the door so it just sounds like she's uh, trying to worm her way in like a child and she just goes, what are you doing in there? Are you, are you pooping, huh? Are you pooping in there? And the the amount of times I've responded like, no, no, just uh, just shaving, <laughs> which is a, a quote in the movie. Like it, there's just so many quotable lines. And again, I don't I don't know who to I don't know who to give it more to the Farley brothers or uh, Jeff and Jim. But goddamn, did they do a good job on it? And I I wonder if that was the issue on this the prequel and the, the well I don't, I don't even really want to talk about the prequels jesus christ that prequel fucking sucked um didn't have jim carrey didn't have jeff daniels uh i don't even know if it was a farley brothers movie but uh yeah it was it was just not good in general um but the 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 sequel i actually tried watching and i i i think i don't know man I try, when I watched it, it didn't um, it didn't resonate the same for me. It still did very well at the box office. Um, it, it it was made for 50 million uh, and did about 169 million. So you know they made their money on it, but it wasn't it didn't have that same 
flavor, and I wonder if it's just because, uh, I don't know. I, maybe they lost the magic because it it's still. Uh, now that I'm thinking about it, it still starred Jim Carrey's and Jeff Daniels, the Farley Brothers wrote and directed it just didn't it didn't have that same uh flavor to it i don't know what it is uh maybe they just lost their touch over the years i don't know who knows um but yeah it does like i'm i'm even sitting here thinking the only thing the only scene i can think of is when they're pulling the catheter out of his dick but with dumb and dumber i've watched it so many fucking times and i've quoted it with so many comedian friends that it really just caught it was like catching uh, a genie in a bottle, and you can just keep pulling it out with infinite wishes. Uh, just a wonderful, funny, hilarious, stupid, dumbass movie uh, that just keeps giving and giving. Uh, just go watch it, all right? I'm done sucking its dick. You guys are done listening. I want you guys to go out and enjoy it. Go find your own comedy. You guys are great. Please uh, keep following us on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Uh, you can go to my website, Instagram, Twitter, all at iSamComedy. Uh, and, uh, yeah, thank you again to Ryan, my producer, and I will uh, see you guys next time. Enjoy. Bye. Huh? All right. Well, see you later.